Welcome to Lunch with Tech Leaders, where we have engaging conversations about software development and cloud engineering with industry leaders and subject matter experts. These episodes are created by the Great Lakes Tech Leaders, an online community of technology practitioners. Please come join the conversation by visiting gltl.rbn.ai. Again, that's gltl.rbn.ai. Now strap in, because we're deploying to production in three, two, one. Yeah, hello and thank you. Uh, welcome to the latest episode of Lunch with Tech Leaders. My name is Derek Dionghi. I'm going to be the host for today. Uh, joining me is software data consultant, Tom Tukowski. Right, hello. And uh, we also have our business and technology uh, consultant, Joe Coleman. Uh, Joe is in the audience. Um, so he's always around, but he's going to be helping uh, facilitate any questions that come from the audience. Uh, get, make sure that we're uh, paying attention and get those up. And uh, great. So today we're going to be covering a topic about what is senior engineering. Got a lot to talk about here. So uh, you know, grab your fork and let's dig in. Let's go ahead and introduce our uh, subject matter expert, Vagish Vela. You want to give yourself a little introduction here? Hi, everyone. Thanks for the, thanks for having me. Um, I was trying to think about what my title is, but I feel like I've gone a lot of them, but Probably the one most relevant to this is like uh, I'm a software architect. Yeah, so I I I normally live in Ohio, so just a bit of a hop away from here. And uh, yeah, excited to be here. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and dig in here. Um, this topic was brought up by Vagish. The topic today is what it, like what is senior engineering. So let's go. Let's kind of roundtable this here um, and talk about what what senior the the title the role uh means to you to us and kind of get this kicked off yeah i was intrigued by it uh when you had it proposed there's senior engineering versus like title senior engineer so yeah i'm, I'm wondering why did you why did you guys choose that it's it's been something that like so i i i've been hiring for quite a few years and as i've been hiring i've been really thinking about the term the title right Mm -hmm. um, and the idea behind engineering, I think, is it's less about the title and it's more about like the capability, and that's what you normally hire for—the right? capability of being able to do the engineering rather than the title. Okay, okay, right. <clears throat> um, I, I like that idea, right? Like, what are the skills and capabilities of of the person rather than you know where where they're at? as far as their career, right? I think this this topic does have a lot to do with title um, and how people see themselves. The the progression in one's career, you know, people typically don't want to go back in like title, uh, which is, you know, one of the reasons I think, you know, when, when I was working with RightBrain, uh, we kind of tried to steer away from the junior, senior, you know, um, terminology and kind of just go towards like what type of function is this person providing are they are they doing engineering are they doing architecture are they like leading um you know where are they in that progression rather than like this senior like you know the senior junior uh title stamp or i've seen other companies do like journeyman like you know craftsman stuff like that you know was there a specific reason why you what 
stayed away from it you all i think just because it's it's that's what we're going to cover here today yeah it's it's kind of a blurry it's a blurry subject and if you're you know you um what may be senior in one context may not be uh in another right definitely so what in the world um what does what does senior engineering mean to you guys what what, let's uh let's kick this around a little bit i think i'll go first because i think proposed it for me it's just this like I think it's an essence of having having the the capability, the knowledge, and understanding the responsibilities. Right, less than having X number of years of experience. Right, does I don't think three years of experience makes you senior, six years, or whatever you know you know totem pole we use, versus being able to show that actual experience, which is not something you you know years on paper. In, on your resume really shows it's like the actual experience that you can convey and embody and you know do once you have a job or while you're doing the job. does that uh experience is that more like the hands-on like technical side or would you also include like the managerial side to that as well of experience and you know leadership a senior manager yeah well <laughs> you know I've, I've seen it before, right? Uh, that is something I don't really understand. Yeah. I mean, I understand like, you know, senior leadership is like, you know, uh, leadership, leaders of the leader, like manage, managers of the managers, right? The uh, yeah, yeah, I guess what, what I'm getting at is, you know, is it just experience or is it also your ability, right, to, to lead others on your team, right? And, and to teach others on your team. Does that kind of play into it or is it just, you know, straight individual contributor, yeah, it yes. just have a lot of experience and and value and yeah. I guess what other factors? What are those factors going there? What are the experiences? Um, I like that you brought up the term leadership and management because I think the, the idea behind being a CD engineer and at least the way for engineering, at least the way I see it, and I see it as like someone who is like you know helps you know is is not really managing people but is there to help lead someone through a problem right being able to take their experience and to apply that to other problems and help people gain that experience as well yeah i, I agree it's the um the ability to be a mentor um and and kind of be there for others um while also having a deep you know understanding of the, the uh, the problem at hand, um, the company, the organization, how things work, how things function, how it's supposed to function, being able to understand the vision that's been laid out by, uh, you know, the architecture teams and, um, the people, the, the higher ups that are kind of trying to direct the company or the product, um, in a certain way, uh, they're someone who is a senior should be able to understand that vision and help facilitate in the in the engineering organization kind of do do some of that translation like oh when they say this this is what we need to do from the technical side uh so some of that like translation um i think is necessary for what i would consider senior now in in your guys's practices companies that you've been involved with is that it is that how it is or is that how you'd like it to be (laughs) uh both you know i've you know being with uh, right brain for a while there. I saw, saw a lot of, a lot of different companies. Um, and I've seen both sides of that, right. I've seen the, 
oh, well, you've been here for, uh, you know, three years, you've gotten, you know, your three bumps, your pay bumps, it's time to give you an actual title bump, you know, whatever, you know, like I've seen it be very structured like that. Um, and I've also seen it be more merit-based. Um, so I've seen both sides of it. I think there's, you know, the, I, I think what we're, we're all kind of pointing at here is that like being a senior really shouldn't just be about like the time, right. Um, or tenure or whatever they call it. And it should be more about qualifications and qualities, um, of, of the person and their, their attitude and, and engineering capabilities. Yeah. I, I find it just interesting of saying like the senior engineering, right. And that, and that title, it kind of gets away from the title of a role, which mm -hmm. I feel like can, you know, it, it, it's a better description the way, you know, that you go about it and say, you know, senior engineering, um, and portraying like what we're saying, like having those qualities and experience versus, you know, when you start just talking about roles and mm -hmm. the titles of roles, I feel like that in my experience, what I've always uh, dealt with, it's, it's more of a kind of negotiating, right? It's part, it's part of your, your salary uh, mm -hmm. in, in compensation and it can be used with that, right? I, I've been involved in, you know, salary negotiation where your title is part of that. And it's like, hey, we, you know, I, we can't give you this much salary, but we can give you this better title. Uh, it's <laughs> it's kind of like a, you know, uh, compensation piece. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's been my experience throughout my um, my, my career. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's just interesting to think about it in terms of, you know, what is a senior engineer versus just like, you know, that, that title. And it'd be nice if it was like that, right? If, if everyone had that standard of, yes, this is a, a senior or the different levels or whatever and, and, and thinking about it. But, um, but yeah, in my experience, it's, it's always been kind of more of a, uh, yeah, not, not so much anything to do with qualifications. It's kind of just a here, you know, you've been here for a while or we want to hire you in at this. And, you know, it was more of like a, uh, status more, I don't know, signaling, right. To, to others. To make it easier right. to see, like, oh yeah, you you've been here for a while, you you kind of know what you're doing, or uh, or you you know you're, yeah, more senior status, right? You you're getting paid more than me. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of the uh, how I've seen it. So that just just my little take on on what I've experienced. I yeah, I love that we're talking about what are the real qualifications. You know how should it sh should be, but yeah, I, I've seen it as as both i've seen places where you know people are compensated by the title too i personally don't really care about the title um but it's also i've been feel like i've been working for long enough that i i've been burnt by caring about what my title was <laughs> and yeah and now i just like you know at the end of the day it's like you're doing a job you do the best you can at your job and what do you mean by burned by your title? Oh, it's, you know, you know where you get, um, you know, you get promoted of sorts, but you end up getting more work because of your title than what you're compensated for. Uh, right. And it's this, this concept of what um, you get really good at what you do. Right. So you get promoted into a position that you don't actually have experience for yet. Right. Uh, okay. You keep getting promoted until you don't get promoted anymore because you're not actually very good at the job you're promoted into. So you can't get promoted further. 
It's interesting. It's it's more the corporate way of thinking. So it's time to get promoted, right? And that's where, like, you know, your concept of senior engineer, things like that. It's interesting. I have a question for you. Um, we're talking about, you, you talked about titles. What do you think about engineer one, engineer two, engineer three? Like, that seems really odd to me. When I see those, I, I see it as just strictly pay. I, I don't know what other companies do, but when I see it in a company from the outside, if you're, you know, two, three, six, whatever level, I, I just see it as that's your company is just doing that for like the pay. I don't know. I think it, it, it really it depends on the context of the company, right? So a lot of this, um, these titles and like levels, um, I think mean and, and have different functions in much larger organizations, like corporate organizations, right? Where things are rigid and structured mm-hmm. and this is your, this is your, this is your role. This is what you do. And for, for instance, when I was at Barracuda, we had tier one, tier two, tier three, and those, uh, in support and those had very different functions, right? Tier one was you pick up the phone, you, you work the case, you try to figure everything out. If you need to escalate, you go to your tier two, there's a tier two in every pod. And you know, those people are there. They have the seniority. They've been there for years. They know they've seen all the problems, you know, they, they know how to work through, through issues. Um, you know, they're a bit more capable in, in troubleshooting and debugging, um, because they've just been there for, they've been there longer. Um, they work the harder problems and then tier three are like, you know, right next to engineering. They're, they're intimately involved taking those, like those problems that are serious problems to engineering and working through them with them. Uh, so there's a, the multiple different functions there. Uh, so that's kind of how things escalate through that support structure. So I, I understand how, you know, those levels work in bigger organizations. I think, you know, in smaller orgs and think where things are like more startup-y and more intimate, you know, it's, that's kind of just overkill, right? Like, why do we need to have all this structure when it should, when it's more of a, you know, you're here to do a job. If you're doing your job, you're going to get paid and respected the way you should be. Right. The other side of it too, that I've experienced, I worked for one company for a very long time. So internally, like I spoke of, it was, you know, had one aspect of it, but when I was looking for something else, there's another aspect to it of, you know, now it's, it's, it's signaling to, you know, other employers that that's like a huge signal, right. Of, of your title, not necessarily, you know, you, you can say what you've done or whatever, but a lot of the algorithms, they look at those titles. So while I disagree, so this came up with me while I disagree with you know, using like DevOps in a, in a title, uh, you know, 99% of, you know, the, the algorithms and, you know, what HR representatives are going through and looking at, they, it, you may need to put DevOps in there to see it because that's kind of the job that they're, they're hiring for. So what, what do you, what do you guys think of that as, you know, the, the title is more for your, for your next job? Yeah, I, I can see, again, see where you, where you say that. I think your title and your, I think it comes down to your brand, right? If people see the growth, they see, okay, this person has experience um, and obviously with other jobs, like I'm actually surprised how little, how, how little real assessment companies do often when hiring people, you know, they kind of do more a broader set, but that's, that's a conversation for another day. Um, yeah, th- there are. There are things that, especially now with things like LLMs being used in recruiting processes, people are clearly looking for keywords. Um, but I think it's, 
it's not so much just the title to get your next job. I think it's also seen as something to get a promotion, to get more money, right? That's why most people move from one company to another is to get more money. Um, but it doesn't signal that you're actually competent to be a senior engineer. As That's right. Some company gave you the title. Like, I mean, right now, I, I own my own company. I mean, I could call myself the president of my company, right? That doesn't mean that now I'm more important than everyone else in this pool, right? I just made up my own title. Right. It, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel that way to you, but I, you know, to the outside, I feel like that's, it is a big factor, right? In, in, uh, in that, what your, what your idol is. So, so how do we identify that, um, that senior level, right? Like let's maybe kick around like talent versus skill or something like that. Right. Like, um, we were kind of prepping for this and, uh, some things came to mind. Like I've seen, um, you know, interns coming out of college that are just, you know, have raw talent. Like they just get it. You know, some people may need to, um, you know, work at it a little bit longer, like, and, and develop skill. Right. And like, we're, we're in that, do we kind of go from, okay, this is someone who's, you know, just trying to f just figuring it out or, you know, maybe, maybe they've, you know, been around for a while, but they're just, you know, move at a different pace or something like that does speed you know have anything to do with being senior or is it more so the context and the 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 foresight right um in how to solve these problems i think that you know like i said i've seen you know whiz kids come out of you know in internship programs that like man it, they could be considered senior right they have zero years of experience are they like but they, they understand the problem. They're easy to talk to. They're easy to communicate. They're like good to communicate with. They lead well. Can they jump straight into a lead, uh, to a senior role? Um, or as, uh, you know, crusty, uh, old IT heads, you know, do we want to put them through the, the ringer of, oh, well, you've got to be here for four years. Right. Um, I, like, I know we've been saying time doesn't really mean anything, but, uh, I just thought that was kind of an interesting idea here, right? Like the ta talent versus skill. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind is maybe they are, uh, but it's, it's kind of the, what does that look like, you know, to the rest of the organization, right? And it, like, how do they feel, right? If, you know, you've been there for three years and, you know, maybe, or, you know, or five years and they don't have a senior title, uh, or aren't considered senior. Um, and yeah, somebody's only been there for maybe two years, but yeah, like you said, is, is, you know, right on and, and, and nailing it and, and all those aspects. Yeah. Does it, how does that affect others? Right. In, in the company. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to like, you know, disturb the peace and have a revolt, um, because you've hired, you know, some teenager in as a senior engineer, when you've got people who have been in there putting in the time and effort and loyalty to the company. Uh, and they, they, do, they, you know, they don't feel respected because somebody else just came in. That's definitely, um, something you got to consider when, when hiring for these roles. What if you flip it the other way around? It's an interesting thing. I had this issue, at, uh, a company I worked for a long time and it was very much corporate, right? So it's fortune 500 company. It's very corporate. Like, I mean, they didn't even have like, they, they had very specific role titles and everyone in that band level, right. You know, they had bands would have the same type, right. And then it'd be like 
think it went like, you know, I, you know, it was like, you're an IT professional, you were like a senior IT professional, a lead IT professional. And it was like an IT leader, IT director or whatever. Right. But the interesting thing I found is, yeah, what happened is when a lot of sort of, I'm not saying they're younger in terms of age, but younger in their professions, you know, they would deliberate really groundbreaking stuff. Right. And when they noticed that they weren't really going to get promoted, um, they left. Right. So then the challenge that you get is if you don't, you know, give people who are, who have the capability, the roles, then, you know, the company runs the risk of losing those people with the capability. Mm -hmm. And um, that's also the pipeline, right? That they're building, they're damaging their pipeline and that will affect their longevity and it's expensive. It's expensive to hire. It's expensive to hire somebody who's capable of providing this function out of the gate, right? Like if you, it's much more economical, we'll say, to hire hire someone and put the make the investment into them, grow that person's skills, capabilities, and and um, ability to mentor others. But you know, like you like you said, it's a risk if they if they don't feel like they're being compensated adequately, then you've made that investment in someone and then they're, they're taking that somewhere else and they're going to get a bigger payday because they're coming in with those capabilities and they're able to lead and, and provide that job, that role, uh, out of the gate where, you know, it takes time, uh, uh, to, you know, build that in someone. So they're much more valuable, uh, when, when they're able to come in and have that, uh, already developed. I think it's more expensive to hire people that you train than hire people who are ready to do it. I know it might seem more expensive upfront, but in the longer run, I think it's cheaper to hire, you know, someone who can hit the ground running then. Uh, I think that, yeah, I was going to say, I think that depends on what and where, right? Yeah. So I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Like if you're able, if someone comes in and they're in like, able to start making you money instantly like yeah that makes sense right yeah um, but it depends on if if you're able to get somebody on the job training while they're you know um at a lower rate that you pay them but you're still billing them out like uh, or they're still providing some sort of value to the company that is you know still on par it depends on the organization too like that's great if you can get if your organization is so good where someone can join and hit the ground running but yeah it, it, usually there's a, a lot you know of learning the the ways of how, of how things work the company too i feel like plays into it and what are the what are the leadership qualities we would look for in a senior we talked about mentorship right being able easy to communicate with someone who values documentation huh maybe that one that's one good documentation <laughs> patience like I would say patience is key. Yep. Cause especially and now obviously, you know, there's different different circumstances, right? Whether you're working in an agency or working in an hospital, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's always gonna be some disagreement because you know, you're writing code and you're working on code and you're making you're basically making decisions day to day, right? On how to implement something that can have ramifications of and, you know, I think patience is probably key. And especially uh, uh, I've had situations where I've had good senior, I'm using the term senior engineer in this case, but 
good seeing the engineers who took the time with me early, you know, early on my career and taught me what a good CD engineer looks like. And I've had others who point out your flaws and don't try to help you overcome them, right? Your mistakes that you, you know, the whole, you know, it's good to make mistakes. You learn from them, but if you're shamed for your mistakes, you don't want to disclose your mistakes, right? Right. You want to be in a safe environment that you can make a mistake. I mean, that's just good culture, right? I mean, I can give you a, a good example. I went to, uh, did do you remember like Meta about two or three years ago, they had that huge outage, uh, where all their authentic, you know, WhatsApp, Instagram, everything you couldn't, you couldn't log in. I do remember that. Yeah. I, I met the guy who ran the team and I thought about it. And when that went down, the first thing he said is. You know, because what they do is they do load testing, but whoever, someone built the, the load tester, but they had it. So if you didn't pass in the region that they took down, it took down all regions and no one realized that. So it took down all the regions and authentication. The senior, the first thing he did was like, is that guy okay? Like, that was his question. Not like, who did this wrong? But like, whoever's done this, like is probably quaking right now because it's, you know, they're probably scared, right? You know, are they going to lose their job, whatever. And ultimately, he did lose a job. The senior actually didn't even disclose who did it. Um, he took on the front of the, you know, the kind of situation. And I thought it was like, it was like that kind of thing. He said, if I went and said, we're going to fire this person, no one else is going to come to me and tell me something went wrong. Like, I want people to come to me first. I thought that was like really valuable. That kind of, that foresight where you think one step further, not just the immediate and being able to in a moment of high stress, think about your team, think about your people, think about how, you know, thinking about the longevity. I like what you said there too about the, the ownership, right? Taking ownership. Um, even if you're, you know, delegating something, right? It, you have to, uh, you have to be able to take that ownership, right, and not say, "Oh, it was somebody else on my team," right? If it's if it's flowing to you, that's you know where that that buck stops, like you know, from you know the the visual side of it, right, of, of what people see, right? Uh, yeah, I, I'm taking this the ownership. I like that. My bad. <laughs> Having that, like having that uh, connection with the team, is also I think pretty important, right? Um, and I, I think that kind of weighs into like hire, like hiring someone into a senior role from outside the company is, you know, potentially, you know, I, I, it just could could put you in a precarious situation, right? I think having the respect of the team is important when when promoting to a, a senior engineering role. Because you have that connection, the people do feel welcome to come to you. You've kind of got that, the history and, uh, yeah, the history with the, with the team and, and the product that you're working on. Well, I, I think that's kind of an interesting thing. It's like, you know, we were discussing salaries and roles and I feel like salary and the role are disconnected. I don't think we get necessarily paid for being a senior 
uh, engineer in terms of like you know leadership things like that like there's obviously going to be a component of people who've been there for a while who might get paid Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and maybe that's like the the way and this is probably more my idealistic and i've seen this in a couple the the thing the one people at the rc i saw the great senior and i never heard him say he did this every time on demo day he'd be talking about the junior engineers and the people he was helping he was like oh this person came up with this solution for this problem and like highlighting them and motivating them to want to come up and demo and push themselves right rather than thinking i'm you know i'm the one it's like how can i help you right how can they how can you make all the people on your team feel important which i thought was amazing yeah i, I like how you you said the idealist you're idealistic what would your you know your idealistic, you know, titling be, let's say, you know, large corporation, how would you do it? I would think, you know, senior engineers really are more like, they're, they're more, they're, they're more of a mixture of like people leaders, right? They need people as well as do the work. It's actually tricky. Um, but would you have senior engineering, senior engineer titles? No. What titles would you have? How would you do it? I would just call people, um, software engineer, you know, like, you know, and then how much like a team lead, there might be a couple of people who are outside it, which are more architects that are architecting solutions and systems. And then they pass it on, but like the software engineers, I think just have them have the same title and they can all have different salaries based on how they negotiated and or, you know, what they bring to the table. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like that. Uh, using that way right like you've got a couple different titles that kind of describe the job function of that person the the level at which uh i think is less and less important right Uh, some people really for some people it 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 is kind of like a you know pat on the back you know that a boy type situation where they really care about their title and you know you can work with work through that with them on an individual basis but I, I personally I I like to go the route of you know the what is it whose line like the titles are made up and you know the job functions what matters anyways right like I think everybody says that we want to do that right like I agree I'm just what are the what are the repercussions right like why don't people do that are there legal aspects to it right or uh, I'm not giving any legal advice here yeah no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, just from like an HR standpoint, it's like, oh, we need to do this, or you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think HR, not at least this experience, is like, I mean, there's there's key words, right, that identify things, and you know, well, HR is not the uh, abstracted away from the day to day, right? So it's like um, when you get to the point that you're working with HR, it's yeah, I mean, they need something to quantify that right they can't be in the abstract right feels like oh everyone why are you paying this person like double this other person right or whatever right and that's where the tidings come into play right and oh okay this person's a senior engineer so that makes sense right yeah and then some of them that's like there's in the back of their system and i know that's i did deal 
uh, I've, I've dealt with at an organization that I worked in, they had their system that they use, their software or whatever, had set titles. And like when they moved to that, it was like, oh, well, you need to redo titles, at least right in the back, just so it matches up with the system. Right. Which is kind of interesting. I, mean, I, I also, I, mean, I kind of see like where a title, like if I'm paying you this much, you should be able to perform this function. So you're going to get this title. You know what I mean? I expect someone of like that's being paid this much to be able to perform this function. So this is the title that they're going to get. Right. So, okay. I'm going to get your take on this on a personal note. Um, so yeah, I've, I've worked at one company for a while. I got my title uh, when I left was chief architect and I, I kind of like kind of pigeonholed me. Right. I, like I didn't want to work uh, to like a management position. Uh, but I, you know, it was a smaller company. So I knew like chief architect, it didn't translate to like a larger company that I want to work at. Right. It wouldn't be like a, a lateral move. So it was kind of hindering me, I guess you could, you could say. So yeah, I, I, I took is that another. Because, is, is that because you're putting so much weight on like, this is a, this title is growing. My titles are growing, right? Does that, uh -huh. does it really matter if you go back to you know, senior engineer or whatever. Like, let's say like, yeah, I know what company you're talking about. That kind of a small company. If you like, let's say you step into Chase or something like that, mm -hmm. a senior engineer role there is going to have a lot more, a lot of different problems to solve. Right. Like, yeah. Is it, it like, I think that, you know, the, the, the role and the title, you know, like mean different things in different organizations, right? Like if you're like, if, if you're like, you know, coming from a, you know, CTO of, you know, some startup that mean that doesn't, that, that doesn't really mean as much as someone who is like, you know, director level at some massive corporation, you know what I mean? Completely yeah. different responsibilities, uh, stress levels and, you know, the you know, weight of value in what they're, what they're, yeah. So, so here's where I'm going with that. So I, I took, uh, I did a little bit on my own for a while and now I'm working with another organization and they only have engineer and senior engineer, um, which, you know, I'm fine with, but I, I haven't updated my LinkedIn yet. And I was, I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh yeah, what does that look like to the outside world? Right. As it look like I'm getting demoted or whatever. And, uh, I think anybody who, I think anybody who looks at that as a demotion and doesn't understand what what's actually going on, what what does their opinion matter? Yeah, well, I'm wondering for HR, <laughs> looking for another job, right? What does that what does that say, right? Well, I mean, that's what I, that you know, I'm getting at the same thing, right? Like, yeah, if there's if that person who's like coming at you or trying to recruit you or is uh, you know trying to do your salary negotiation doesn't understand you know how some of this stuff works it's like what's like maybe those aren't the people you want to be working for anyways that's my, that's my take on it that's how i that's how i run my my business and my <laughs> you know my life but yeah like be picky like that and say you know if you, if you don't understand where this is coming from or if i have to like you know defend myself and my position and my value then you're not you're not what i want to be working for. yeah i i I agree with that. But yeah, it's a, I kind of brought up, it's like another aspect of it too, is that LinkedIn brings up, because before, right, you know, no one ever knew anybody's titles. 
Hmm. But now it's kind of like, you know, it's not, it's not display for the world. Right. And, yeah. You get your little badge and all it. You can bomb it. It had different way. You people, you'd be surprised how like mostly most people probably use LinkedIn just to update their job. Right. People don't pay too much attention. And if you market it in a different, in a specific way, then yeah, it comes down to that branding. Like you said. Side. Yeah. I mean, like if you, like, for example, uh, if you were posting every day about, you know, all the talks you were doing, say you were talking every week, even if you were talking little small minutes, right? It would look like you were an expert in whatever topic you did. The people wouldn't even question. Most people wouldn't question them. And mm -hmm. so that's the thing with the titles is if you talk about the, you know, you don't have to even put your actual title down. You can talk about what you do what you deliver like it's it's your space you can own it yeah all right well we're uh gone pretty long here i think it's time to kind of wrap things up do we have any closing thoughts any last uh little bits of wisdom or what what title are you gonna put down tom i i'm thinking about it um yeah i was i was hoping this conversation might help me out and it yeah but it's maybe brought up more questions how i want to uh portray that yeah. Cloud wizard. You could be a coding ninja. Do you remember when people used to have those? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ninja was yeah. a big one. They were, yeah. Get a lot of marketing to around that. I had a friend who, uh, he said, you know, all of his, all his whole lineage uh, was mechanics and he always wanted to, you know, have a mechanic title. So, when they allowed him to make his own, you know, title, it was DevOps Mechanic. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, um, want to take the opportunity to thank you. Thank you both for coming and kicking this topic around for us. Um, and everybody for tuning in to uh, Lunch with Tech Leaders. Uh, hope you found this conversation informative and valuable. Um, we'd love to have you join us for the next episode. Um, where the team's going to discuss uh, a serverless topic, uh, logging and monitoring. As always, uh, expert or the next episode will feature expert guests and interactive conversations. So be sure to tune in. Thank you for listening. Thank you.